Wait, what? Wait, what? We're what? on? We're, we're live again? Hey, you? Hey, um, you? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, think that, I think that was totally my fault. Um, I had I had brushed my phone, and then right after I brushed my phone, it like brushed on the X up there at the top. Oh, I see. I see. And, and I think I ended it. So yeah, that was my bad. I, I apologize, folks. Full disclosure: we're on. We're on one minute. Wait, what you say? Uh oh. Uh, I kind of hear you. There you are. There you are. We're good. We're good. Yep. Back. <laughs> Start off like, what you do? Technical issues. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, y'all were on take two already, but it was a short take two. Yeah, really short. So, we, we yeah, we, we really hadn't, we just started. So. There we go. You're the, Here we go again. You're the catcher upper normally. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Funny. That's yeah. Funny. We're good. Yeah, that that was on me. <laughs> like, literally, I, I moved my phone and um, I hit the X at the top of the screen, and then it just said, "Okay, thanks." I'm just like, "Oh." <laughs> you're allowed Bad. to be like, you know, you're allowed to be one of our many, many mess ups because you know, 99 percent of the time, it's uh, it's on me. So, no sweat, no sweat. Right on. It feels like our from the beginning days. Like, I used to be the always the cause of it. I mean, it was me for a good little bit, and then it kind of went back yeah. to you, you know. So, yep. these things happen. These things happen. God, you remember when I was in the freaking country, man? Oh my god. Oh yeah. Out in yonder, even though you were in in a major metropolis, that was weird. Yeah. That's a <laughs> Texas development for you. Right. Well, Texas, the land that was too big. Too big, <laughs> but uh, Courtney had said at the top of last episode that uh, he was feeling a little, a little meh, a little tired. If you want to, and I was, yeah, a, little, I was a little meh myself, yeah. We, we both kind of were just like, uh, hey, you know, uh, I'm not feeling like depressed or anything, not down, but I'm really tired and uh, I don't feel 100%, but you know, I'm, I'm present. Here, accounted for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it. School will not lose funding on account of you. Exactly right. Attendance is one hundred percent. Yeah, I gotcha. So why are you? Why are you kind of? Eh? Um, it's not something I like entirely want to get to on the show, just because it's just the same old bullshit. I don't want to. It is what it is. Uh, but also just beyond like what's kind of troubling me, kind of, but kind of not, I'm just very meh with life right now. I'm not really like happy. I'm not really sad. But I'm just kind of like, kind of like you. I'm just waking up and I'm tired. And I feel like I'm more tired every day. Like just a little more tired. It's a little harder to keep the eyes open. I mean, I'm just, just meh. I don't know, man. It's just kind of, just kind of existing, you know? I think it's because, you know, Taylor is winding down the first leg of his tour. <laughs> and, you know, all of you Swifties are a little tired. Y'all been pretty hardcore for the whole summer. It's been, it's been 
in the Taylor Swift summer for sure. And, you know, then the, the announcement of the new 1989 album just just it was it. That was that was like all y'all could take. Um, I know the Swifties that I know. Like I, I I was telling you that I worked with a couple of hardcore Swifties, one of which actually went to one of the concerts. This summer. Lucky him or her. Her, yes, yes, she is. She was very juiced about it, and, and just watching her tell the other Swifty, our school nurse, about it, you know, them having the conversation just reminded me of you. I was just like, all you're missing is Damien. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be glad to know that today's millennial moment is a little Taylor Swift-focused. Okay. I'm excited for it. I'm getting you involved with a little Taylor Swift action. Oh, I think you'll like it. You might not. Please don't be cynical about it. Like if you despise it, you can tell me. But I think you. I think you'll get a kick out of it. I'm hoping. You know, I will be a gamer. Even even when I moan and groan, I'm still. You know, I'm a gamer, and I'll have to complain just because. I mean, you know, I've already declared that I am not a Swifty. I am not going to be a Swifty. Not asking um, you to be. I promise. I promise. I'll play your little reindeer game. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I was having a lot of fun concocting it. So, <laughs> Well, if that brought you joy, then I'm all for it. I'm here. <laughs> what, I'm a, here. What, a, what a sweetheart. I try. Oh, man. But um, So how was your week? It was just, just <sighs> a blah week? Anything how was my week? Was cool? it, I'm, you know, I'm sitting here was there much to talk about with my week? Um, really, no, man. I uh, did I talk about my, my yeah, I did my steak. Yeah, my staycation was oh, yeah. a week before. Um, God, no, man. I just worked, um, hung out with my buddy uh, Xavier on Saturday, and that was that was fine. And then just worked, dude. I literally, actually, nothing. Of note happened during my week. We are still on Salem Watch. I so am still, still on Salem. Salem Watch. Yeah, no, still no Salem. I really don't think the lady's gonna like uh, give them to me. I'm still like very skeptical. Um, but we'll but see. Did you pay? Did you pay for them? I haven't yet. She told me oh. to just bring the money on the day they call me. Oh yeah, I'll trust her. But anyone that anyone that can watch a phone ring. And not care to answer it. I'm sorry. I, my my faith in you to do your job is a little shaken. So um, I I wouldn't. You know, it might be time to look somewhere else. Maybe not Big Spring, but <laughs> I, I I know that there is another black cat out there in your future because Salem might not be it. That yeah. Salem, that we're version not, of Salem. We're not so sure, but we're. Uh... I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see, but I'm just a little skeptical. Yeah, because now it's been like three weeks, so that's three weeks to age this cat, and the cat really only needs to be six weeks old, right? Before mm-hmm. you wean from the mother, or six months. It, sh- it they w- told me it would be three weeks to a month before I got a call, so they are right on their little deadline. Okay. Well. If there is no Salem by next show, then it's time to find a new Salem. 
It's time to recast recast the part. Knox, first off, I got to show up there and be like, so what's the word? What's, oh, uh, no. What's yeah, but that's the trip. Look, that's the trip all the way back to Big Spring. That's true. That's true. And that can't possibly be worth it. <laughs> it, it I, you underestimate the size of my petty. <laughs> <laughs> show up and be like, excuse me, ma'am, do you remember me? Exactly. Hi, I'm here for my cat. Right. And she's going to be like, um, no. (laughs) I don't remember you. And that's when you just hear like, beep, beep, beep. And then my friend Katie's having to like pull me back. Daniel, no, it's not worth it, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Breaking news. News at six. Man (laughs) goes berserk at cat shelter. In Big Spring, Texas. At Cat Shelter. I don't know why, that just makes it sound so vulnerable. Right. At Cat cat Shelter. (laughs) He was screaming and the cats were scared. They were running around. No one knew what was going on. Yeah. He kept yelling, you will give me your cat. You will get it. And I didn't know what to do. Some hick will get famous off that interview. I can promise you that. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. (laughs) <laughs> then they're gonna put. Then they're gonna show the footage from the video cam, <laughs> the security cam. <laughs> you going over the counter? <laughs> it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be great. It's gonna be me looking the gayest anyone's ever seen me with cats flying around everywhere. <laughs> oh, this guy wasn't playing. He was not playing. Yeah, no. Should have gave him the damn cat. Should have gave me my damn cat. That's right. This ain't a game. I don't. I don't know what the fuck they think I am. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, God, man, this really, this really actually might be my most since we started doing our little weekly recaps. This might be my most boring week to date. I just don't think I did anything besides work, and then come home, play a few video games, and just exist. <laughs> Right, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that because my my week was actually the same. So it was. <laughs> yeah, we got people in for a short episode today. <laughs> yeah, right. It was like a, I go to school in this weekend. So I think part of and I and I was reading this on different people's face, different teachers' Facebook. Um, there are a lot of people, including myself, who just spent the weekend sick. Yeah, And I think that, you know, your immune system has to build back up to being around little kids. And I know that's the case for me because... Little play babies? Yeah, you know, with all of their things that they carry around and, you know, they always, they want a hug. Like, my kids, (laughs) my kids love me. And I'm so grateful for that. Like, the the, especially the little littles. Our kindergartners, you know, the new kindergartners who are just getting to know me, they're already like, oh, Mr. Ratliff, yay. But, you know, the my kindergartners who are now first graders, they're all excited to see me. So lots of hugs from them. Like mm-hmm. all the way up, even the, the kids that are now sixth graders, they're fifth graders last year. You know, everybody wants a hug. Everyone's just excited to be there. They're happy to see me and everything. And so it's just snotty kids. All Ugh. over me, all day long. <laughs> Gross. And so, at some point, you're just bound to get sick. Like just being in their environment. Like if 
you know, it's like I need to spend the whole summer licking toilets just to build up oh, an no. immune system. Just to build up the immune system to be able to handle being in public school. Don't even use that example. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what it takes. I got <laughs> you, you. you know, you're going to if you're gonna do this work, you gotta. There's certain things they don't tell you that you have to build up a tolerance for. And yeah. there's no. There, I mean, there are fewer things to build up your immune system to fight little kid germs, you know, other than licking toilets. I mean, I don't know what else to do. Maybe lick some uh, gas, like some um, gas pump handles. I mean, that would do it. That would be a good one. That would do it. But I don't really like the taste of gas. You like to taste the toilet? I mean, no. But okay, all right. <laughs> it's a lose-lose situation. Yes, sir. It really is. It's yeah. Although I don't know if it looks as weird in public, because at least in the toilet situation, like, you know, it's a stall in the bathroom door. People don't have to watch you lick the, lick the toilet. But... Well, the gas pump handle, I mean, everybody's just watching you do that. That, that, you know, it's going to require some explanation. At least that's my rationale. Yeah, you've really thought this through. I'm impressed. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, just now I'm I'm having to analyze it because you're just like, oh, licking your toilet. You should lick a gas pump. Yeah. Ew. (laughs) So I'm just like, you know, I have to stop and think about this. Like, wait a minute. Which is more disgusting? You're like, Am I in the wrong here? Should I not be looking towards? <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. I feel like this is the most oddity Arcadia episode we might be having so far. <laughs> <laughs> Are we on the right show right now? <laughs> not, exci- not excited about life and talking about <laughs> looking towards. <laughs> we become the girls. We have become the girls. Absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. But no, this weekend, I was just like, I was just sick from, uh, it really started, I started to feel bad when we were recording um, the sports show last week. Mm-hmm. And my voice, my throat was a little itchy. My tonsils had already started to swell, which is, you know, for me, the sure sign of, girl, you in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that next day, you know, that was a Wednesday. The next day, the Thursday, I was not feeling great, but I wasn't you know, just super sick. And then by the end of Thursday, uh, going into Friday, I was just not that feeling good. But I went to school, powered through. Um, our nurse had also, like, started to feel really bad. Mm-hmm. And Friday, she came to school and was in a mask. And so whenever your school nurse is wearing a mask, everyone freaks out. They're just like, oh my God, there's a communicable disease out right now because the nurse is wearing a mask. Should we all be in trouble? Every time, I see, to- <laughs> every time I see someone wearing a mask, I'm like, oh, you're sick. Oh, you're about to get me sick. Yes. Yeah. The mask is now the official symbol of, of plague. And I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> and so she was wearing a mask, and I'm just like, oh boy. And sure enough, she had tested positive for COVID. And, uh, you know, we're we're all like, oh my God, this, oh, this is. Oh, do you have round two? 
Yes. Yeah, so, well, I know I didn't. I didn't have the same symptoms. I just felt like I had a cold, and the way that it all played out definitely was not COVID. Um, well, I can't say definitely, but not <laughs> COVID. <laughs> not 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 the COVID that I know. And so, uh, but I just I just didn't I just didn't feel very good, and I still like getting over. I'm at the tail end. Where yeah. all I do, all I have is kind of a stuffy nose, um, but beyond that, I'm feeling better. But you know, it's still it's just such an energy drain um, to not feel good, to not feel 100. percent And that's where I am right now. I'm just, I'm just existing here. Well, I this, need you to feel better, boss. Tuesday, right? This Tuesday feels like I feel like it's a Thursday or Friday already. I feel like it's been just the longest week ever. Talking to my secretary today, and we were just, I was just like, I can't believe it's only Tuesday. And she was just like, Right? It's already been the longest week ever. I felt that way too. Craziness. Yeah. Craziness. Crazy, crazy. So, what is on my mind? Having said all that, uh, I'll talk a little bit more about school stuff. However, that's not going to be completely what's on my mind. But these are things that, you know, last year, last week I shared that I didn't feel like as a district we were ready to start, that, <laughs> <laughs> that we were ready to go. And I still don't feel that way. I mean, I don't change from any of that, except to say that now the air conditioning in my part of the building is out. And so that definitely doesn't help anything. Like, in my wing of the building, it is a sauna, absolute sauna. Like, two of the teachers refuse to teach in their classroom. And so they've gone out to other, like, there's one room where we had our newcomers program, and uh, they've been displaced because one of the fourth grade classes has taken over their room. And then the other fifth grade newcomer class, they got displaced today because another class took over their room. Uh, they so they're just putting using, all the newcomers in the hot room. Well, no, they're they're intermixing within their regular classes within the other, you know, grade level classes. Okay. So, um, so just to try and but there's one fourth grade class where they're just like, you know, she's got about twenty fans in her room, <laughs> blowing around hot air, and so they're just trying to survive in there, but. Uh, yeah, I saw a picture on the uh, – sorry. I saw a picture on the – it was All Things MISD webpage. I think it was on Facebook. And this lady's classroom was 92.7 degrees. Hello, Courtney? Oh, no. Are we really just having a tech day? Damien? There you are. I got a phone call. <laughs> ah, okay, I got you. Got even you, got on you. even on do not disturb, that phone call still will disturb well, because they can push it through. They can be like, "Nah, he's gonna take my call," and they can like make it go through. It's crazy. Oh. At least on iPhone, it works that way. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I saw that picture uh, where it was like ninety-seven degrees or something. Ninety-two point seven. Yeah, regardless, fucking inhumane. Right. <laughs> I am cussing lots well, today. And I saw that, and I'm a little, I'm, I was a little taken aback 
and I didn't post about it. I didn't like respond to that post, but I wanted to because you know they're trying to make it like, well, if we had a, a if we had if we passed the bond, then you know temperatures will never rise again, and it'll never be hot. <laughs> you know, we gotta pass the bond because that's part. That's the reason why why people are dying in classrooms, and it's misleading. For I'm sure. at an elementary school, and I promise you. None of that bond will fix what the hell we're going through right now. That is not the purpose of the bond. I just wish people would stop sensationalizing our problems because there are problems. There are definitely problems within our, our schools. You know, there are problems uh, within classrooms. There are problems with, with facilities. But let's not make it. Let's, let's just not milk it. Let's just be honest and tell the truth about situations because my thermostat in my school is reading 87 degrees, but there is nothing in the bond package that's going to stop that. It's going to prevent that. It's going to fix that. Right. Nothing. So I just, you know, I it made me so mad because, and the, you know, I didn't want to blast that person who who said that because, you know, we're all that site is supposed to be rah rah misd and supposed to be, you know, all wonderful, happy, happy, joy, joy. And sometimes I just feel like a lot of what I see is just BS. I get it. I get it. Yes, there are problems. But not all of these problems will instantly go away with a, with the passing bomb. They right. just won't. And even with a brand new high school and two brand new elementary schools, my elementary school is still going to have these problems. So what will help it is, you know, having competent maintenance and operations who actually get out there and do their job. It's hiring enough of that staff to be able to go out and handle the problems as they arise. Um, once again, we had this is the second part of our school building that is um, the AC is broken. Like in the, the back half of our, our school, where we started off the year with a broken AC. That's still broken. At least we have portable air conditioning units uh, in that part of the building where, you know, in those classrooms so that it's manageable. Yeah. Well, now we need them in my part of the building, in my fourth grade building, um, because it is, it's just not a livable condition. And I will give credit, Michael Booker, I, I finally, on <gasps> Monday morning, on Monday morning, um, when I walked in, and it was just as soon as I opened the door, it was like a heat wave um, just rushed in my face. You know, I I texted him. I was just like, Booker, this is day four of this. Something's got to get. And uh, he contacted Courtney Smith, our new head of maintenance and operations. And uh, my secretary said that, she, that he came out there. And uh, he said that it looked like two circuits had blown and he fixed one circuit, which he claimed was going to, it won't cool it down, you know, immediately, but over the course of the day, it should be cool. Well, over the course of the day, it only got hotter and it just got more miserable. Mm. So whatever he did to fix it did not get fixed. And then he said that a part had to be ordered for the, to further work on. Well, meantime, my people are suffering. 
Like the children are, are falling out. We have you said they're falling out. I mean, literally, like they're falling out. They're it's hot. It I is so it. hot. And then yeah. and then you add you know classes of thirty kids on top of it, and it's I mean it's miserable. May it's I just add? Miserable. May I add a slight thing to that that's been really pissing? And I won't rant for long, but it's been really pissing me off lately. What's that? All these people that keep saying, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be our last week of weather like this, and then it's supposed to start cooling off. No. <laughs> I have been hearing that for, like, three weeks now. Oh, oh yeah, this is, it's about to start getting cooler, and it's not. And I'm so tired of being told it's going to cool off, and it's nuts. Well, by cool off, you know they mean that 90, 95. No, like, wasn't it still like 102, 103, 104 all week this week? Yeah, but today was cooler. It was only 97. I was off today, so I didn't feel it. But I I was told like a couple weeks ago, this is our last week's with 100 degree weather for like a good little while. Woo! And you can't believe that because summer in Texas, traditionally, Texas summers have lasted through September. Like it takes October until it's actually cool. Yes, but this weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of 104, 103, 100, whatever is like new, and I'm over it. Yeah, that hopefully that comes to hopefully. Like man, but I'm sorry, you. I just ooh, it's making me so mad, dude. Well, what's making me mad is all the heat. I just, I just need a resolution. I need something, a better condition. Uh, not only for my teachers who are just going through it. Um, the kids are going through it. Like, we're all just, it's pretty miserable. It, it really is pretty miserable. It, you know, I can move all everyone else around, but I don't have anywhere else to be, especially like I'm trying to run a fundraiser right now for the whole school. Uh, that kicked off this week. So I'm ha- I have to use my office to store all of the things. Um, it's just it's just been a lot, and then me not feeling one hundred percent, and it's it's been a lot. I'm over it. I need a vacation. Off. Yeah, school out. Is it is it winter break yet? <laughs> I'm ready for it. I believe, but you, I think you know once I get get completely over this cold, I'll bounce back. Uh, one of the things that will help me bounce back is this weekend is zero week football world and high school football world. So Permian has her first game this, this Friday at Ratliff Stadium. Uh, Midland High is the first home game at Astound Stadium here in Midland. Uh, means the debut of bands. I wish I could split myself and be in two places for halftime. So I, I am dying to see what this year's version of the Midland High Bulldog Band uh, looks like. Uh, but that will have to wait because we get to unveil the largest Permian band in the history of Permian House. Okay. So I am excited about that. Um, one of the things that I am not excited about, and I guess this is part of what's on my mind, is the way that school has started over at Permian. And it's, it has almost nothing to do with the administrative side, although that's been jacked up as usual. Schedules are never right ever <laughs> and uh especially for the big kids just never ever right in the first 
week of school. But the main thing that's going on at Permian right now, two consecutive days of bomb threats. Really? So the kids have figured out, apparently, how to get around not going to class. And they're just calling in bomb threats. And it, it's been it's happened the past two days, um, right after lunch. Somebody will call in a bomb threat. And then the whole school goes on on a lockdown or a hold. Uh, today they uh, ended school early and released all the kids. Wow! And uh, it's just it's wreaking havoc. And what's what? And it it affects the band world because we have after school rehearsals. We have some. Um, sectionals that are set up for after school for the past two days we've not been able to do those sections and you know we have our first performance on friday and we're a bit of perfectionists you know when we put something on the field we want it to look good we want it to be right to represent who we are as a brand and uh you know there's always that apprehension when you don't get all of your rehearsal time right before a performance and you go into it knowing that, you know, you could have could have rehearsed a little bit better. This performance probably could have been better had we had our all of our time. And so I don't know what's, you know, I don't, I don't get these bomb threats. I don't get why they haven't come down really hard because if I remove, I would be tracing the source of these calls. And why wouldn't they be sending them to federal prison? That's a felony. Exactly. I'm sorry. That's a felony. They need to come down with a hammer. And once they figure out who's making these threats, they need to to go into a classroom with a SWAT team and drag them out in handcuffs and make a big public damn deal about it. That's not like a hee-hee-hee little high school harmless prank. No, that's a bomb threat. It's a bomb threat. You're shutting down an entire high school you're using a city's police resources as they have to come out and do a sweep because you can't take, in these days, you can't take any threat lightly because the, the second that you pretend like, oh, it's just another hoax, that's that's when it's real. And if a kid so, was to threaten to shoot the place up, you could know goddamn good well they'd be taking it seriously. So why are they not yeah. taking the bomb threat justice seriously? And so, you know, they're, they're doing, you know, to, to Permian's credit, to ECISD's credit, they uh, every time that there's a, a threat, they're doing the proper protocol. They're they're making sure that everyone is safe. The problem is is that this can't keep happening every day, and so not only do the kids need to be held accountable, parents need to be in jail too. Because if you're not in, if you're not having the discussion with and you kid, said arrest the parents too. Yeah, you are <laughs> responsible. They're your kids. You know, up until they're out of high school, you are the responsible person. You are in charge of that kid. And yeah. you're responsible for all their actions. So, yeah. Yeah, but that's a little rough if you arrest a parent and they didn't even know their kid was doing that. Well, maybe they should know. <laughs> and maybe right. they should and maybe they should be having active conversations. About why this is dumb. Yeah. My whole point is is if you don't make an example out of people who do bad things, then other people will think it's okay to do bad things. 
And so you have to bring down the hammer at least one time and just, I mean, throw the absolute book. Make an example. Drag mom and dad out of their jobs in handcuffs in a big public deal. Send the SWAT team. Drag them out. Take them to jail. Make it known that this is not a game. And we're not going to play games with these threats. Anyone who does this, it better be real. Because if it's not, if you're wasting our time simply because you don't want to go to class, oh, there's a whole new school you're about to go to, buddy. Courtney, (laughs) wait, hold on. Hear me out, Courtney, okay? What you just said. It's just a game. It's okay. No, 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 no. What you just said was extremely true, extremely impactful. But I need you to understand, (laughs) you just said, if you're going to do this, it better be serious. You said, if you're going to threaten to bomb this school, you better have the fucking TNT in place. (laughs) Well, I mean, don't call in a threat. Don't don't call in something. Yes, I know. Basically, what I'm saying, if if it's, if it, it needs to be real. I understand. It, it was just, you have to hear yourself in that rant, man. You have to, it was pretty great, Courtney. <laughs> Maybe I'll listen back. <laughs> it didn't quite sound like I wanted it to. It better be I, real. I, 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 damn it, I feel like it better be real. It's 100%. <laughs> if you call in and say that, that I believe that there's a bomb at Permian High School. And I don't find no bomb. Guess what? You're going to jail. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I, I agree with you entirely. Like 100%. It's just, goddamn, that phrasing was hysterical. Man. <laughs> so, that is one, you know, that's part of what's on my mind. It's part of the things I'm thinking about. Um, I'm also thinking, while I'm, while I'm pissing people off this episode, <laughs> Let me go ahead and piss off our, our conservative friends who listen. Okay. Because four indictments. Four <laughs> if, indictments, man. If you're still following Donald Trump, if you still believe Donald Trump is the one after four indictments, and what's even worse are the people, because I saw, I saw a post like this on my Facebook feed, which I thought that I had weeded out all the people who think like this. <laughs> But the Post said, this makes a mockery of the legal system because it shows that, that the law can be used as a weapon against, against someone. It is wrong to, to use the judicial system to go after a presidential candidate. But they all wanted Hillary in prison for some emails. Okay, let's not even, you know, I'm not even talking about that part, which is absolutely true. The problem is, is that, excuse me, the problem is, is that this is a perfect example of the judicial system and is further proof of why it works, because the law, no one is above the law, period. No one is above the law. No one can manipulate the law and get away with it. No one, including the president of the United States of America. And there are people who are really mad that all of this is happening 
right now because he's running for re-election. They, they want all this to wait until he's no longer possibly could be president. Well, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it don't really work that way. It does not work that way. Because someone who has broken all this many laws should not be in charge of the United States of America. It just it shouldn't work that way. So if you're, if you're a listener who still wants to believe that Trump is okay and he's fit to run for president, sorry but not sorry. I just think that you're a dumb person. Because, my goodness, what else do you – four indictments. Four indictments over – I think it was a total of 92 charges – but Courtney, he made we, all the liberals cry, man. He made all the snowflakes uncomfortable. We love him. Oh my gosh! Just, yeah. It's okay to, I get. It's okay to, uh, to to try and force your hand, and you know you're the president, so you get to tell everyone to break laws, and that's okay. But it wasn't okay when Hillary Clinton had some emails on a person on a private server. But you know. Donald Trump can do what he wants because he's a Republican. Right. He loves Jesus. <laughs> it was Jesus back. Oh my goodness! So, yeah, I'm. I'm. That's on my mind for sure. The fourth indictment that finally came down, and, and why she waited to do it at midnight? Like, okay, girl, drama. Drama, <laughs> drama much? <laughs> <laughs> she waited till after midnight in her time zone. Okay, in Georgia, it was damn near one in the morning. Courtney was tired. I was tired. It was midnight. Like, I should have been asleep. I haven't even... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, and (laughs) then I turned, and and all of a sudden on every news is, uh, we're in Georgia. And they're about to announce this. I'm just like, oh, my God. Is this real? Is this really happening? So I'm flipping to different channels and finally land on CNN. And, you know, they're live in Georgia as well, and I'm just like, this is really happening right now. This is ridiculous. But okay, carry on. Do what you gotta do. She did what she had to do. Hit him with that racketeering. Like <laughs> old school mobster uh, type stuff. I was just like, okay. It's some new stuff. I just don't bother because uh, I know you and I talked about it on the show a while ago who was going to be the GOP nominee, and you were like, I have faith in the Trumpers. And I was like, no, I don't. And this man, with all his little indictments, guarantee you he's going to be the candidate. I just don't know. I just don't. I just just don't think so. You know, uh, as I read different political articles, and, and especially talking about, you know, the GOP and what the hell are they going to do? You know, the the solid consensus is they need to rally so hard behind whoever's number two. They need to, you know, this large field only strengthens Trump. But if they all consolidated, like all these 58 other people that are running for the GOP ticket, if they all just got together and say, okay, one of us needs to get it together and take him down. And if we all work together and put all of our little votes together, then we can get close. Because we still don't have enough to overtake them, even if we're all together. Probably not. 
But if we all work together, we can get a whole lot closer. And all it's like when all, it's like when all the Care Bears focus, <laughs> they they do the Care Bear stand together <laughs> at the same time, and and their little light beam strengthened. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what needs to happen because <laughs> right now it's just like they're individually trying to come at him and do their little Care Bear stare. And he's just like, oh, ha, 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 that's nothing to me. <laughs> but if all of them get in the room together and Care Bear stare at the same time, they might stand a chance. What do you think about Ramashawamdi or whatever the hell his name is? Who is that? What are they? He's in second place or he's in, I think he's actually in second place behind Trump. I think he's polling better than DeSantis. Um, if that's he, the one. Look, if that's the one, if that's who they need to rally, I don't care who they, I really don't care who they rally against or, or rally, you know, towards for that number two thing. I don't care. Vivek I, Ramaswamy. I, Rick Ramaswamy. Okay. We can, let's go with Rick Ramaswamy. But, <laughs> Vivek. Oh, Vivek like Ramaswamy. I, I can't see, and that was going to make me sound terrible, but I cannot see the GOP as a whole rallying behind an Indian man. I just, I just, right. I just can't see it. They that's do. Just like, More power to them. There's your token Indian, but. That's just like the GOP rallying behind a black man. Yeah, right. Herm Edwards. Or what was his name? Was it Herm Edwards? Is that what his name was? That's the football coach. Herm oh, I'm thinking of Herman Cain. Oh, yeah. You're thinking about Kane. <laughs> that man was god-awful, bro. Every time he would talk in a debate, I'd have to meet him because, man, he couldn't think right. Everyone thinks Biden talks funny. Herman Kane could not talk. That man was struggling <laughs> every time he got on stage. Well, I'm just saying, I, I don't care who it is, but they all need to care bear stand together, <laughs> put their powers together, and, and, and take down Trump as a united front. Because as it is now, those all those twenty eight other candidates are afraid to even talk about his indictments. Like they fear, they still fear him because they don't want to alienate his base. Alienate him. It's okay. Because the Republicans, and I will I will hit on this until the day I die, because Republicans actually have a system where their voters get to choose the candidate unlike the democrats that fix it and let the party elite choose the candidate and so republican candidates for president know for a fact that they like if the voters aren't behind them they're not gonna win and if they piss off the voters favorite they ain't gonna win and then their name is gonna be mud for like an eternity because that's how GOPers are that guy worked against trump i can never support him again i think that's a perception because I do not believe that. Y'all are still mad that Hillary got that nomination. And there was one time, that was the one time where, yes, I think that Hillary did get the nomination simply because it was her turn. She waited it out. But the process worked to get Barack Obama. I was a part of, like the text, a runoff here in Texas. I remember I lived in Dallas then and I was the precinct chair when Dallas County had to have a special runoff election in the Collis in Moody Coliseum. And I, I was the precinct chair for my little area of Dallas to, to vote for Barack Obama. We had to make that final decision between those two. And 
that was the process. So I know that the process is real. It works. It failed one time. It definitely failed to get Hillary in there. But that was also because as a party, everyone said, okay, we're not going to put a whole bunch of people out there because we need to concentrate our forces and rally behind this one person. We don't necessarily like this one person, but this is the person. And they did that. Now, I don't think that they've been doing that since. I don't think they did that to get Joe Biden. It was not necessarily his turn. Joe Biden, <coughs> until he won South Carolina, Joe Biden was a non-factor. <coughs> and then he won a primary, and all of a sudden he was a factor. It was the process. The people decided. So I don't completely agree with, with this whole, you know, well, the Republicans actually choose you know, in your lifetime, that's what you saw one time that I can't really argue with. Yes, that did happen. But I don't think that that's what always happens. I just think the superdelegate system is extremely corrupt. Extremely corrupt. It's flawed. It's flawed. It's super flawed. Um, it's very flawed. I do agree with you about Biden. Um, I mean, I personally think, me being a conspiracy theorist, but I personally think that Democratic Party elites were like, look, let us have Biden. And we'll give you a really, you know, pick a really, really, really strong VP and we'll prop him or her up, which ended up being a her, and we'll get her elected in the next cycle. That's my opinion, because I don't think Kamala Harris could have beaten Joe Biden. I think it need or Kamala Harris could have beaten Donald Trump. I think it needed to be Joe Biden. I think he was the only Democrat that could have actually beaten Donald Trump. And they knew that, and they were like, shit, it's got to be Biden. But then I think that as a party, I think as a people, we knew that. We came to that conclusion as a people. And that's why he won all the primaries after that South Carolina. Yeah. Like I said, I but don't think the Biden thing was corrupt, but I don't see how anyone could look at, which you, you said you can't argue with it, but I don't see how anyone could look at Hillary over Bernie. And I'm not saying Bernie was the truth or anything like that, but the fact was Bernie was the popular, the, the uh, popular vote, the, the people's choice, and the superdelegates are what carried Hillary. So, oh yeah, you're right. It is it is a one time thing, but it still leaves a taste in my mouth. I can tell. I just I just don't want I just don't want to be the show to to continue to propagate that 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 thought process. Oh, I'm gonna continue all, to propagate that thought process. <laughs> that it's all rigged from here. You know, all we're all flawed and living in this terribly corrupt and broken system. I just don't think that. I don't, I don't think that the system is broken. I think it gets mishandled and misused, but it's not broken. Well, your co-host does, so have fun. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what makes you the millennial. This is, this is part of what makes you you. Go off, young man. You are the Joe Biden, and I am the... I was going to call myself Pete Buttigieg, but God, I don't want to be Pete Buttigieg. No one can beat booty chick. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh my goodness! That's not something that was talking about. Is is Pete booty chick the, the next uh, the next president? Is he going to be the next one? I'm just like I don't know. I don't know. I don't think America's ready for a gay president. Let alone a gay president's last name is Buttigieg. I don't, 
<laughs> I can't. I can't see us getting behind that. <laughs> you don't see us getting behind booty cheeks. You like that? You like that? That was on purpose. That was on purpose. I know. I But all of that, you know, I don't have a solid, you know, this is what's on my mind. But all of those things are the things that are that I'm thinking about anyway. Those are the things that are on my mind for this week. Uh, don't have anything solid, hard to to define that. I don't know how you're going to write that up on our description. But... <laughs> Courtney has things on his mind. Listen to find out more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Your descriptions are, are very generic, and so... Not always. Not always. You, you do get some definition, because I rely on it. I, re, I really, re, like, my recap that I write is totally based on the recap that you write. Did you see how I completely stopped doing timestamps? Yeah, thank you. I was like, you know what, well, we don't talk about sports anymore. I'm not wasting my time with this anymore. Well, plus it was killing the upload. It really was. We have, a, we have a few issues now here and there, but it's significantly better. Yes. So. But yeah, I don't want to tell everyone exactly what I think they need to listen if they want to know what happened in the damn episode. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Give them all the info right off the bat. You got to listen for it. This is a give and a take process. Right. Like so, so I'm just going to fast forward and skip to that part and skip to this part. No. Yeah, but that's also why my my description is very bit like tells you what to expect, but you got to listen if you want the meat and the potatoes, you know. Very true. Very true. I think what they want now is to hear a millennial moment. Oh. It's time to get in. It's time to get into your 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 deal here. Let's let's swift let's swift the size. All right, Courtney. So you and I are gonna play a little game called. Famous poet or Taylor Swift, where I am going to read you a series of quotes and you're going to tell me if it's a song lyric from Taylor Swift or if it's a quote. And you don't have to tell me which poet it is or if it's a quote from a famous poet. I feel like like the um, the Instagram reels that I sent you like yesterday inspired a lot of this whole thing. No, I've so I've actually seen this going around on TikTok. It's actually been a TikTok trend, and I was like, I would love to, this lady did it with her English teacher, and her English teacher like she's like, well, I still don't like her music, but okay, she's a great songwriter because she was like, I I would have thought that was a poet, it was Taylor Swift, and I was like, not that I'm expecting you to be like, well, she's, but I'm like, I feel like Courtney could appreciate. Like if I sat here and was like, hey Courtney, who is this? I feel like you would have fun with it versus like because you're a learned man, like you know things, you know what I mean. So I was like, Courtney, Courtney will have fun with this. Okay, so if you want hints, I'll give a couple hints, but otherwise we're just going to – and I only pulled about like 10, I think, 10 or 12, so it's not going to take us very long. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. How is one to know I'd meet you where the spirit meets the bones in a faith-forgotten land? Is that a famous poet or is that Taylor Swift? Uh, that's Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift. That's from Ivy off of her Evermore album. Sounds like sad white girl. That's, this is that. This that's going to be how I, I determine. You know, if it does this sound like a sad white girl? Yeah. Okay. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Deep into the darkness, peering, long I stood there, wondering, 
fearing. Is that Taylor Swift or a famous poet? No, that's a famous poet. That is Edgar Allan Poe and The Raven. Or The, the Raven? Yeah, quote The Raven, never more. The Raven. All right. The old widow goes to the stone every day, but I don't. I sit here and wait, grieving for the living. Is that Taylor Swift or a famous poet? Can you read it again? The old widow goes to the stone every day, but I don't. I sit here and wait, grieving for the living. I'm going to go with famous poet. That is Taylor Swift. Also from the very first quote, it's from the song Ivy off of her Evermore album. I'm two and one. I'm keeping score. (laughs) Okay. So you're two and one. Two and one. There is happiness past the blood and bruise, past the curses and cries, beyond the terror and the nightfall, haunted by the look in my eyes that would have loved you for a lifetime. Is that Taylor Swift or a famous poet? Oh, yeah, that's Taylor Swift. (laughs) It's Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. That's so Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Miserable white girl. (laughs) 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 all right (laughs) only 20 minutes to sleep but you dream of some epiphany just one single glimpse of relief to make some sense of what you've seen is that taylor swift or a famous poet because of the time reference i'm going to go with taylor swift nice that is taylor swift Awesome. All right. A mighty woman with a torch whose flame is imprisoned lightning. Emma. Oh, wow. I just gave it away. Well, that's famous poet Emma Lazarus. <laughs> nice. Damn it, Damien. <laughs> I should have put some little spaces in between this. All right. <clears throat> Things fall apart. The center cannot hold. Is that Taylor Swift or a famous poet? That is a famous poet. That is W.B. Yeats. Famous poet. All right. And did the twin flame bruise paint you blue? Just between us, did the love affair maim you two? Taylor Swift or a famous poet? Hello, that's Taylor Swift. (laughs) That's Taylor Swift. The drought was the very worst when the flowers that we'd grown together died of thirst. It was months and months of back and forth, and you are still all over me like a wine-stained dress I can't wear anymore. Taylor Swift or a famous poet? Um, I'm going to go with the famous poet, but I bet it's Taylor Swift. It is Taylor Swift. Yeah, I, I said famous poet, but does that put you at four and two now? I am actually six and two. Six and two. All right. All right. Love at the lips was touch, as sweet as I could bear. And once that seemed too much, I lived on air. Taylor Swift or famous poet? That's a famous poet. That is Robert Frost. All right. Can it be? I, you know, real quick, a- can I shout out to all of my English professors? Because. <laughs> I feel like I've read most of these poems at some point, and something about them has stuck, so there we go. 
Well, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't want to lose any form of a Taylor Swift game. So I know you're really, you're really. <laughs> Can it be? We lived our lives in land of dreams. How sad it seems. Taylor Swift or a famous poet? Um, I'm gonna go with famous poet. Yeah, it's Oscar Wilde. Nice. All right, very last one. What must it be like to grow up that beautiful with your hair falling into place like dominoes? My mind turned your life into folklore. I can't dare to dream about you anymore. Taylor Swift or a famous poet? I'm going to go with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Nice. See, you're good at I, this. I crushed this game. Got yeah, nine, <laughs> nine right and three wrong. See, you're, you're, you're great at that. There you go, Courtney. It's because I know sad white girls. <laughs> you know me. I know you, right? <laughs> I, 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 you know, she is a great lyricist. Let me not let me not say that she's not. You know, she sings her life, and she's just you know she's had a pretty miserable life. And she's had a miserable <laughs> life. Oh my god. Well, listen to these lyrics, Daisy. <laughs> listen to what you just read to me. Like, go back and play this part of the episode. And I read these. I'm like, this is beautiful art because I think it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's some sad shit. That's that's what I that's what I hear. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a sad person, man. What can I say? She needs a hug. But then she'll write about how hard the aggressive the hug was, and how she really doesn't need it, and so back off. And she can't Wait, what'd you say? I'm sorry, you sounded really muffled right there. I just said that you know she needs a hug, but then she'll write about how how overly aggressive the hug was, and she didn't need it. But she's a strong, independent woman. Oh, I can't it, stand you. Shut up. And it'll, it'll become a summer anthem. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. But that's all she'll I got be, for you. She'll be singing in the rain somewhere. <laughs> Is this our shortest wait whatever? This might be. We're, we're, we're going to go just above an hour. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to go just above an hour, and that's okay. But this is definitely one of the shorter episodes, and everyone should be thankful. You can <laughs> definitely blame the small children of MISD of Peace Communications Technology Academy for blowing snot bubbles all over me because I am just not feeling it. And this is after a nap. Like, I napped when I got home today. And I'm just still not, like, uh. And part of it is, like, since we've been talking, I need to blow my nose so bad. Oh, <laughs> Peace so bad, it's, like, hurting at this point. Well, see, <laughs> that's, why, that's why we needed a short episode. So let's... Go ahead and wrap this monster up. Do you have uh, any recommendations, Damien? I, I don't. No, I really don't. Ever since cool. we stopped forcing that seg, I don't. I don't have them too much anymore. Right, right. Well, you know, I always want to ask because you just you never know. You never know. Um. So in that case, good Canadian people, howdy. Uh, hope howdy. Thank you all for <laughs> thank you all for listening. Um. You know, I still love you, Canada. Uh, Canada's still involved in the Little League World Series. And still, you know, I'm waving maple syrup for you guys. I hope you 
guys can do really well in that. Represent Canada well. Uh, we'll always have love for you, Canada. Um, what else? I guess, you know, everyone, Canada, thank okay. you for... <laughs> everyone, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, thank you for being loyal supporters and continuing to listen to our show as we get close to almost episode 60. We're right around the corner, knocking on the door. Um, thank you thank you to all the Wait What listeners who uh, who checked out the Oddity Arcadia podcast this past week. Um, Sarah said that, that they're getting really great numbers about the conversation that we had over there. And uh, I listened back to it, and I'm really proud of that. And the second part of that conversation is going to release uh, here pretty soon. And so uh, thank you for supporting the show. Make sure that you uh, continue to listen to Audrey D. Arcadia, where you can find our boy Damien um, co-hosting that show. Sometimes. So, sometimes. so make sure that you you uh, continue to listen to Audio Arcadia and support that. And uh, we'll let you know about other podcast ventures that the two of us are, are doing uh, here in the future. Because uh, there is another interview that I did that, that you guys will hear pretty soon. Uh, that episode's not been quite released yet, but when it does, we'll certainly talk about it. Um, but in the meantime, please continue to share our show. Continue to grow the Wait What audience, the great the great Wait What nation. Uh, share this podcast. Share it with your friends. Subscribe to the, the show. You can find us on Apple Music or Spotify. And if there's nothing else, Damien? No. All right. Well, then, see you, folks. Have a good one. Bye.